So when you don't have peace, it's extremely hard to have space for others. But when you experience peace, you do have the energy to show up for all those who need you. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. As I say in my introduction, I want to help you have more peace and harmony in your relationships. Having peace in our lives and relationships is extremely important, especially during this time of divisiveness and war. In this very moment, there are billions of people in the world experiencing all kinds of wars, from actual combat in Ukraine with the Russian invasion to family fights. At this very moment, there are family members becoming estranged from one another. There are couples arguing, and there are billions of people having internal conflicts. So at this moment in time, you and I are really needed as peacemakers. Your family needs you as a peacemaker. Your community needs you as a peacemaker. The people who don't share your opinions need you as a peacemaker. This world needs you and I both as a peacemaker. In today's episode, I want to talk about the benefits of peace and teach you three ways to choose peace when you communicate, especially when you find yourself in a conflict. Let's start by talking about the benefits of peace, because even though having peace in your life and relationships has lots of benefits, and I'm sure you can come up with a few, I'd like to draw your attention to four benefits of peace. These are tangible benefits I see in myself when I have peace, and I also hear about them from my communication coaching clients when they tell me that they experience peace. So let's get into it. Number one, one of the greatest benefits of experiencing peace is enjoying greater health. When you are constantly stressed out, when you are frequently arguing or engaging in conflicts, your brain is continuously sending signals to your nervous system that you are under attack. Internally, your physical experience is a state of emergency, and so your body does everything it can to help you survive. Your heart works harder, your blood pressure increases, your internal organs get depleted, because the precious assets of energy, blood, and oxygen are deployed to your limbs, just in case you need to use your arms and legs to fight or run away. So if you want to have more health or better health, find ways to cultivate peace. This week, I'm going to share on Instagram stories various ways in which I cultivate peace. If you don't follow me already, you can find me on Instagram at Language Alchemy. Let's go to the second benefit. The second benefit of experiencing peace is related to the first, and that is that you sleep better. 
You sleep well when your brain is able to process the experiences that you've had during that day. Your brain chooses what about these experiences is important to keep and what needs to be discarded. Some time ago, I read an article in the Scientific American magazine in which a neuroscientist described sleep using the metaphor of how we deal with garbage. You look at what's going on to be composted, what's going to be recycled, and if you have items you no longer need that are not going to be composted or recycled, you're going to throw them in the trash, right? When you don't sleep well, it's similar. When you sleep, your brain does that kind of work, like when we are dealing with garbage. But when you don't sleep well, the brain cannot do that important work efficiently. And so what tends to happen is that the experiences that need to be composted or recycled are thrown away. And then trash is kept and it piles up. Lack of sleep impacts both our physical and our mental health. So the second benefit of peace is that you sleep better and you preserve your physical and mental health. The third benefit of peace I want to mention here is that you are more attractive. And this may sound superficial to you, so hear me out. When you experience peace frequently, you're more embodied, literally, not figuratively. You have greater access to your bodily sensations, so you are less lost in thoughts, you are less caught up in your head. And when you're more embodied, you smile more, you make eye contact more frequently, you speak more eloquently because your breath is more even, you're more present, and therefore, you listen more. That means that you're more enjoyable to be around. And this makes you more attractive. In the sense that people really want to be with others with whom they can enjoy meaningful conversations. They want to be with others who have the time or take the time to savor the experience together. And if you want to know, yes, you actually look more beautiful. I know many of my clients listen to the podcast, so if you're one of them, you most likely heard me say this to you in our coaching sessions. When we've worked on a communication issue together, and towards the end of the session, you share with me, you have a tool, you have greater access to your capacity, and you feel more peaceful inside, I usually tell you how beautiful you look. I usually say, I wish I had taken a picture of you at the beginning of this session and at the end so you could see how much beauty you are exuding right now. And then we usually talk about how this is your real beauty. When you have access to yourself and to peace within, you radiate beauty. So when you tap into that experience of peace, a third benefit is that you are more attractive. Now let me share with you about the fourth benefit, which is a great benefit because it's not just for you, but for all around you. A benefit that is much needed at this moment in history. The fourth benefit of peace is that when you experience that sense of peace, 
you can show up more fully to everyone in your life, in your community, in our world. But when you don't have peace, you're mired in worry about yourself. When you're constantly consumed by preoccupation about your interpersonal conflicts or inner struggles, you don't have energy for others. You don't have openness to listen to others who may have a different opinion. You're less tolerant. So when you don't have peace, it's extremely hard to have space for others. But when you experience peace, you do have the energy to show up for all those who need you, all those who need to be listened by you, all those who need to be heard by you, all those who need to be held by you. And if the other three benefits were not convincing enough, I hope this fourth one does the trick because you are needed at this time and your capacity to listen to others, especially those who have a different opinion than yours, a different experience from yours, that is much needed right now. These four benefits of peace I just shared with you make peace such a worthwhile and wise choice. And again, not only for you, but for everyone you're in contact with. Those who love you and need you benefit from you being healthy, from you sleeping well, from you having the capacity to exude human beauty, and when you have more space to show up for them. So now that you've heard about these four benefits of peace, let's talk about three ways in which you can choose peace in your communication. If you've been following me for some time, you know that transformative communication starts within. So the first two ways to choose peace in your communication have to do with your internal communication. The first way to choose peace is to notice what happens in your body when you have peace and what happens when you don't. Usually, when you experience peace, your internal sensation is one of expansion, relaxation, groundedness. The exhale is a little bit longer than the inhale. There's a sense of enjoyment and calmness without feeling sleepy or lethargic. But when you don't feel peace, the body usually feels tense, contracted, constricted, and the inhale is usually longer than the exhale. There may be rapid heartbeat, sweat, and even shifts in your body temperature. So if you know what's going on in your body, and you notice there's lack of peace, and you would like to choose peace instead, something you can do to choose peace is, as you breathe, to make the exhale twice as long as the inhale. I'll make a little video on Instagram to show you how. The second way to choose peace is to listen to your internal dialogue. So pay attention to what that inner voice is saying to you. Is it blaming the other person or yourself? Is it describing the other or their actions in a way that's making an enemy out of them? If that's what you notice in your internal dialogue, then that's fantastic. You're noticing that. Because when you realize what you're doing, that's the perfect moment to make a decision. That's when you get to choose whether you want to keep doing that whether you'd really like to keep blaming, accusing, labeling, making enemies out of others, 
or whether you want to do something else and say something else in your internal dialogue. Personally, I love it when I notice that I'm making an enemy out of someone. When that happens, I like to ask myself, is this person really my enemy? Would I be willing to kill them? It just happened this morning. I was calling a doctor's office. I noticed in my head the internal dialogue I was having. I was criticizing the person who answered the phone so harshly that in a matter of seconds, I was making an enemy out of her. As she put me on hold for the third time, I asked myself, is she really my enemy? Would I be willing to kill this woman? Of course not. These questions work so well for me because they let me get back in touch with reality and understand how ridiculous my inner messages are. No, of course I would not be willing to kill this person. Of course she's not my enemy. She is a member of my human family. These are questions you can use next time you notice you make an enemy out of someone in your internal dialogue. Try it. I find this a very effective way to come back to my choice of peace. Let's talk about the third way. The third way to choose peace in your communication that I want to offer you today is that when you are in conflict with someone, when you are about to let peace go and enter into combat, that's the time to call spade a spade. Something you can say is, hmm, I'm noticing we may be heading towards an argument here and I don't want that. What I want instead is connection. Or what I want instead is peace. What I want instead is harmony. Now, this last piece is very important. You have to be able to name what you want. Don't leave it at, I don't want, because if you say something like, I don't want to argue with you, and you leave it at that, the other person may feel accused, and you know what's likely to happen. They will respond defensively. They may say something like, I'm not arguing with you. And then by that time, it's too late. You are already having an argument. So remember, you are needed as a peacemaker at this time and you can do it. You have the ability to choose peace. And when you choose peace, you choose health. You choose better sleep. You choose to be attractive and you choose to show up in your life and your relationships in a healing, constructive, and mature way. Before we recap what we discussed in this episode, I want to thank you for every single moment you will be choosing peace. On behalf of your family, your partner, your workmates, your friends, your kids, and future generations, those who haven't been born yet, I thank you. This is how you contribute to our human evolution. This is how you help us transform the language we speak. This is how we take the war out of our communication, out of our hearts, out of our precious human family. You, your family, your community, you all deserve to have peace. Because when we have peace, that's when we can truly connect with one another. And I'd like to do whatever I can to contribute to you, your relationships, and our world. 
That's why I've put together a free online workshop where I'm going to teach you about the three communication secrets to creating and maintaining true connection. You can sign up at languagealchemy.com forward slash workshop. Again, it's a free online workshop. And to sign up, you can go to languagealchemy.com forward slash workshop. I'll add this link in the show notes. All right, let's recap. In this episode, I talked about choosing peace. I shared with you four benefits of peace and three ways to choose peace in your communication. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my client, Jen S., for the work she did to choose peace in her communication. Next week, I'm going to talk about how we need to resist reactivity to give peace a chance. May you choose peace every time you notice you're about to lose it. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>